Welcome to Talks on God, God with my friend, David. Hey, David. Hey. Today, you know, I would like to, uh, to discuss your thoughts on uh, uh, forgiveness opportunities, how there's, there's kind of two worlds. Uh, I'm going to use my words and then you can dig, dig uh, how you see out of, out of it. <laughs> I'll start there. Okay. So two worlds, right? There is the world that I see through my own judgment, from through my own separateness, through my own fear and scarcity and all that. And that that world is uh, it's kind of gloomy. Uh, the vibration seems lower. We can tell. Um, and then then there's this other world that is really uh, uh, the real world, and what we'll call it, where uh, we're one with God and we're one with each other, and there's similarities everywhere, and. Um, love is the norm i would say at least at least freely given freely received completely connected and it's it seems like the the way to access the real world as i want to call it is through forgiving uh the obstacles that i've put up it's not like god has separated me from this real world that's so wonderful that i long for the obstacles are from from me so it's like the real world bottom shelf cookies are on the bottom shelf for all of us children of God and I layer upon layer upon layer upon layer barrier upon barrier from this thing and even though it's not far away the experience of it seems far away because of all these layers and my forgiving my own judgments are what brings me closer what do you what do you think about that idea well so I think you can talk about all this stuff in human terms or you can talk about it in what I call the scientific terms, right? And then ideally talk about them in both and see where they interplay. So really, you know, as we've talked and I've I said, I've come to the conclusion, it's, it's all about frequency, it's all about frequency of consciousness. Um, so, and frequency of consciousness and attention you know like nancy dennison says what what um uh the way you shift anything in the, in the afterlife is attention and intention and, and i think that's because I, I searched for the right words for that for a long time you know you and i haven't talked but i i think attention and intention so let's just say your intention is to um experience God more and more, right? So that's your intention. So then what matters on how that works is where you put your attention or the focus of your awareness, right? And as we talked about last week, it's almost like a library with different levels. At one level, everything on that library, all the information is of that level, whether it's first grader or whatever. And as you move up higher, so higher, higher levels of information everywhere you go on that. So it's the same thing with the human experience. What, what I've talked about before is um, that I realize so far in my experience, my understanding that the most effective way to be happy or you could say experience God more and more is to uh, 
realize you want to shift the level of your attention rather than it, and it's it's really interesting i i after we talked i was reading something i don't even remember what it was but i think maybe it was a quote from the buddha or something that he said he said you really want to shift from doing to being and once again i think that that's what we're talking about here so you can um you can get caught up in the doing, which to me is uh, just operating from your normal level of consciousness, which then has all those patterns that you, you negative patterns, positive patterns, but you're dealing with patterns and it's, it's the, it's making that big effort. But I think what's, uh, what's far more effective is to shift into uh, being right. And the being the higher level frequency that you can shift to into being that it makes it all much easier so so you're experimenting with with forgiveness and what's forgiveness other than a concept of shifting your your frequency right so you find you can live your normal life dealing with whatever frustrations or disappointments or desires or fears and you can struggle with them he's like okay okay i'm not gonna be angry at this person i'm not gonna be angry then and, and a lot of times you're just suppressing <laughs> that anger yeah <laughs> right so that's I not a, that's I not a, i have a funny story about that but go, go ahead uh, well it's just it's hilarious because the you know we've heard stories about these higher frequencies hi, higher frequency beings coming into our midst and and okay. saying things like to people after they've after they've telling a sad story of look at all the horrible things that have happened to me almost to get sympathy and these right. higher frequency beings would say how wonderful right. that you have right. the opportunity to forgive that and love them in the midst you know right. and so i'm like i'm gonna give myself some opportunities to forgive and so i you don't have to ask for them <laughs> trust me they're they're coming well uh I rarely answer my phone at work because yeah. it works so much better just through data and through emailing and, and people get kind of emotional sometimes and, uh, about getting what they want. And I've, I have limit. Anyway, I'm going to, I decided that I'm going to take all the calls I can so that I can be with people and, and, you know, see spirit instead of <laughs> whatever, a pushy broker. Right. Let's say. And, uh, it's it's so funny. I took a call. I made the decision. I take a call, and I find myself like dad voice on this broker, just like almost yelling at the guy. Yeah. <laughs> a minute later, and I'm like, "Wow, I really blew that one." <laughs> yeah, I've learned not to to seek extra opportunity for catalyst. There's plenty coming. That's right. Coming. <laughs> it's like people praying for uh, patience please god give me patience well people pray like that because they assume god is just going to drop a bomb load of patience on them and all of a sudden they'll be a more patient person now usually god will drop a, a bomb load of things that are going to try your patience to mm. let you practice it so yeah yes you know, I, exactly. I, I quit asking for stuff stuff like that it's like god you know what's best just do what's best i'm not asking right so yeah shifting so, frequency sorry go ahead yeah so so shifting shifting your frequency and to me i find one of the most powerful ways to shift frequency is put the d divine judgment on this too is god and this this is also perfect 
right? That helps me shift my frequency easier than anything else. Cause, cause if I'm trying to say, oh, you know, all right, I'm not gonna be mad at this guy. You know, he, he, he's not being a jerk or whatever. That's not going to work. You just suppress it. It's like, you just suppress that frustration. And then it usually will like a pressure cooker build up and then you explode on somebody. Right. Whereas if, if, you know, in my mind, I say, this too is God as this person bringing me a catalyst for my growth. That's exactly right. For me, that helps me shift. If I could give just one thing to do to help shift your frequency, that's a big one. You know, the other big one is hold the intent for the good of the other. So, I mean, if you're going through a difficult situation, just to remember it's God that brings it to you for your highest good just like you were saying the high frequency beings they look at the difficulty in your life as a wonderful opportunity right well that's why they're high frequencies because they've learned to look at things differently than we are and that raises your frequency it's not so much that they're a high frequency being and then they spout this wisdom because they're high frequency beings they became high frequency beings because they learned to look at things in a way that makes holding compassion and, and love and, and patience makes it easier to do it. So that's the trick. The trick is to rearrange your thought processes in a way that makes this whole trick of raising your frequency easier. Because if you're constantly struggling with it, yeah, it's not going to work. It's like doing a diet that's physiologically wrong and you're constantly having to use willpower to fight off cravings and hunger and you're just miserable all the time because it's just you're having to use tons and tons of willpower right whereas if you get one physiologically correct you find oh I'm not even hungry i'm just gonna skip that meal effortless so to me that's that's the proper spiritual process is you'll find it may not be necessarily effortless but it's definitely should be doable should be doable you, you 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 should not be thinking you know I, I don't know how much longer i can be patient with this person before i just lay in them, right then you're just you're just suppressing your feelings of of what an idiot the person is right whereas if you, whereas if you shift your concept and say you know what this is this is also god playing this role because it's needed in the world and it's certainly giving me an opportunity to practice seeing this person as a piece of God playing a needed role, right? And you'll find when you when you get the right framework, mental framework, your challenge is doable. It doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to go away. They won't be, but it should be doable. Mm -hmm. I think I, I, told, I told you the story as I was on the uh, veranda in India at my teacher's ashram. And I bought some flowers to put on uh, the picture of my teacher up where I was working. And I was I was at the uh, I was on the veranda where they had this bulldog of a I, I don't even know what you'd call this position, but his his position was to make sure everything ran smoothly and people were raving and all that. And he comes by and he picks up my flowers. He goes, "Are these for Baba?" I go, oh, "Well, yeah," because I'm thinking, "Yeah," and he takes him and he goes this is not appropriate these are not the right ones and he's like chewing me out <laughs> my normal reaction would just be explode right but i knew at that moment it was god 
testing me. So I controlled myself. Trust me, it didn't make it easy. I was mad. I was mad, right? But uh, remembering that it was a test from God, and I, uh, I passed that test barely, you know, like a what, what, what's barely passing a D plus, right? I, because I, I was inside, I was really mad, you know. And so I controlled myself. I barely passed. I can't. He came back the next day, and he came to me. Came to me, and this guy's never sweet. This guy was always like, and he comes up to me in the sweetest voice. He goes, "I, I put those on on the picture on the altar inside the the inner sanctum, so to speak." He says, "I put them in there for you," and it's like. To me, that was God saying, "Yeah, he passed. He did good. He did good." But, uh, but, 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 I mean, that's it. Is is the only thing that helped me pass that test is remembering that it was a test in the moment, knowing that God brings you exactly what you need to grow. That was the only way I held on to not just making a big scene. So, I mean, so you'll have some tests that are really easy. You just shift your consciousness a little bit and boom, you know, you're back to loving the person and being patient with them and being kind. And there'll be others a little harder. And there'll be some that you you doing everything right, you barely pass. But my teacher had said, when you really, really get angry, he said, if you hold on and control yourself, you grow tremendously in that moment. So to me, the analogy is, is let's just say you're, you're working on a bench press with your buddy and you decide to try to hit a personal best. So you load on more weight than you ever had before. Maybe it's only 10 pounds more than your personal best. But, you know, you got to really psych up and breathe and concentrate. And you just, it's like, you're lucky. You can lock it out and your friend helps you racket it's like yeah you know personal best right so sometimes spiritually it's the same thing sometimes it may take a tremendous effort to pass that particular test but it's it's worth it and and what makes those so hard is when you're really emotionally upset the thing you want to do most of all is whatever you'd like to do when you're really upset whether it be yell or you know, or, you know, chew the person out or, or cry, whatever you do in that particular thing. But if you, if you hold on, if you can remember God in that moment, it always makes it a little easier because just physiologically, the concept of God is a frontal lobe concept of the brain. You know, if you could do like a PET scan and have somebody think about their concept of God, it would light up the frontal lobes, which are the more advanced aspects of the human brain. Whereas the more animalistic parts is your brainstem. That's fight, flight, and uh, reproduction. So if, if you let yourself get really angry, all your higher centers of your brain shut off. You can't really operate from two major centers at the same time. You're either operating from a more advanced human part of your brain or you're operating from the lower animal portions of the brain so just remembering god in the time of uh, difficulties gives you a, 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 a unfair advantage to pass that test because you're activating that more advanced portion of the brain mm. yeah but that was the choice at that moment man that lower part of my brain wanted to activate big time 
you know, but, uh, but I, I remembered God and that helped me to pass that test. And then, like I said, to me, that was confirmation from God the next day when he came to me and told me that that was like God saying, yes, you passed. Good job. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, it comes to forgiveness, forgiveness is, is just a way of activating higher frequency, activating higher frequency. So, so forgiveness is, is the human terms we put on it or compassion, right? Or understanding or patience, whatever helps you shift into the highest frequency you can manage. And then from that highest frequency, you can just be. And then the, the answers come. The answers come when you... So rather than doing, you get into the more effective method of being. But don't just be like a rock on, you know, on the dirt. Just try to be at a higher frequency. And you'll find as you begin to do that, that becomes starts to become your pattern. And then holding higher and higher frequency becomes more constant and easier. And then as you hold uh, uh, a higher frequency, then it makes it easier then to go to the next higher frequency. It's like a staircase. You don't go from the lowest step to the highest step in one jump, unless you can jump like 100 feet or something, which most of us can't, right? You go from one step to the other. Maybe you can skip one step. So it's the same thing with consciousness. Consciousness is... Uh, it's 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 like a stairway you know stairway down or stairway up right i've seen people do stairway down where they just decide i had a good friend of mine years ago and he just came to me and he was a bit of a hothead but he was a hothead because he was pretty insecure he got beaten a lot by his dad when he was a kid so he had a tremendous amount of fear so he responded to that by making his body very very strong and learning to fight and be aggressive and all that that was his response so one day he comes to me and he says, you know, David, I'm tired of putting up with people's crap. I'm not going to put up with it anymore. And it's like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, don't uh, don't go there. But it's like I couldn't talk him out of it. So what was happening is he was taking the staircase down in consciousness and where it eventually led six months later. He was at the gym and he thought some guy was staring at him. And uh, I guess he looked I thought he was looking him in the eye, he wasn't looking him in the eye. He was looking somewhere else. So my friend went over and headbutted him, knocked him, he headbutted him hard. And the guy flew and hit some of the equipment. And then my friend kind of panicked and ran. Well, of course, they called the police. Police picked him up on the street. He was trying to run and hide. <clears throat> so because he had a fairly clean record at that point, he didn't go to jail, but he spent probably 10 grand for attorney fees and going to court and all that. So it was a disaster. But I mean, I saw he was taking the staircase down in frequency and you know every day with that attitude his frequency was becoming more and more intolerant and 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 here the 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 uh the offense was imagined it was imagined you know and and so it's really funny i was driving home just uh, last night and i'm getting ready to turn into my neighborhood and there's a white truck ahead of me. All of a sudden he slams on his brakes. And I thought, Oh wow. Some kid jumped out in front of him. There was nothing. So he starts going and I'm, we're both turning into the same neighborhood. And so he starts putting it on his brakes in front of me again. I'm going, what is going on with this guy? So I pull over Oh, he pulls over. So I pass him and he starts coming up behind me. 
So I'm thinking, what is going on with this guy? So I just pull over. I'm not pulling in my driveway. There's some nut behind me. So then he passes, passes by me and shoots down the road. But I mean, here was a case. Who knows what kind of frequency he had been developing? I don't know if he thought maybe I was riding too close and he got angry about it or or if he thought I was following him and he was maybe afraid because some people have been trying to, who knows? But I mean, he was obviously at some low level frequency. I hear I'm just driving home. I just want to go home. And I'm, you know. <laughs> but I mean, most people have experienced stuff like that where somebody, they're, they're, they've been dropping their frequency for some time. They're living in a form of hell where they're always angry or fearful or mm. whatever. And here, this guy was whatever he was imagining that was going on with me that was all in his mind mm. that was the same thing with my friend i mean it was all in his mind probably guy probably wasn't even looking at him he was probably looking at somebody behind him but he had lowered his frequency to the point where now he was just completely open to misinterpreting all kinds of information in a negative way wouldn't you say you said that the fence was imagined but wouldn't you say if it's true that god is everywhere and there's really no separation in reality not necessarily our experience wouldn't you say that all offense is imagined on some level yeah yeah and that's that's why it, it, when you begin this is why to me the first really transformational teaching from my teacher that really struck me and i understood it and started to practice it is the saying that everything is from God for your highest good or everything is a blessing. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, you know, as my teacher said, you create your own universe. The universe you're living is your own creation. And it's basically how you see what you're looking at and how you see it is how you interpret it and how you interpret it is based on your patterns or your understanding. Right. So if you interpret everything that comes into your life as from God for your highest good, then whereas, you know, for me, evil disappeared out of the world. Mm. Right. Because that whereas if if everything is from God for my highest good, where's the evil? Well, and some of the things for me to make that make sense, which is not, I guess, not necessary if I just really trusted God. But let's say that I wanted it to make sense is. I think, well, this this doesn't seem like it's for my highest good and I don't get it, but maybe I just don't know in this life, you know, like I can make it that I can zoom out a little bit more and and say, well, maybe it's just not even in this life. Do you think those kind of tactics of of trusting God with this story of, well, it's not just life. I don't get it, but I'm going to trust God anyway. Are necessary. Yeah, so that's, that's what my teacher said. Real faith. Real faith is not trusting God to do it the way you think it needs to be done, but to trust that the way God is doing it is exactly right. That's real faith. It's also surrender. Mm. That it's like, yeah, I don't understand this at all, but I trust you, God. I know what you know what you're doing. The other thing in order to make that work, I mean, you know, say there's no evil in the world. Well, somebody can say, well, my sister was raped and murdered. You tell me that's not evil. Well, of course, it's it's evil to to our perception, but but really, in order to make it work in all circumstances, you have to uh, understand that we're mortal beings, and God made our true self completely safe. But none of these physical bodies are safe; they're all going to die, and they're all being used to get the lessons we need in order to progress. So, if your reality is these physical bodies are 
the most important thing, then then you're going to lose your faith in God really fast. Mm. The moment he quote unquote let something bad happen to you or your loved ones, and that's unfortunately what happens with a lot of people is their faith is trusting that God's going to give them the life that they think they should have. Mm-hmm. And and if it's not going right, they're mad at God. I mean, it goes horribly wrong, like the death of a loved one. Then they're just like they're, they're, just, they're done with God. You know, I went through yeah. a period in my life where I was I was uh, really mad at God. Didn't even want to talk to him because my my first child, my son, who's now in his forties, when he was a little guy, he got really really sick with asthma, and it just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. And I pray and pray and pray and. And uh, it wasn't getting any better. And I finally, it's like, I was pissed. It's like, you know, what has he done to deserve this? And, you know, why aren't you, I'm, I'm being a good person, living a good life. Why aren't you answering these prayers? Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't until later that I, I realized he was doing his best to answer those prayers through prompting me to look in certain places that when I finally did, he started doing better. But, um, but like I said, that's, Real faith is trusting that the way God is doing is exactly right. And and that's the only thing in my mind that's going to get you through this life is to trust God completely, because most of it, we won't have any understanding of why, you know, and you just, you, you just, you don't have enough of the story to understand why, but just trust as you get to know God, you see God is so incredibly sweet and kind that if you're going through a difficult time, it's because there's really no other way to do it. You know, and, and if you live long enough, you begin to see that, you know, but maybe in the early stages, you don't, you don't see that. But if you live yeah. long enough and you pay attention, you'll see that sometimes your most difficult things were your greatest blessings. But we can, uh, but, we can see that though. I mean, just as parents, we could see that, right? My, I have a, a five-year-old that wants to eat chips. That's it. Only chips 24 yeah. seven. And as a parent, I'm like, no, you can't have that. And he cries and he's so sad. Yeah. And then as teenagers, right, I want to uh, I wanna be high and uh, have sex 24-7, high in sex, maybe drink, maybe have some excitement going to, uh, um, I don't know, whatever, right? And then, you know, you have someone come along and say, hey, you know, should maybe uh, meter your experiences a little bit uh, or whatever it is, right? I'm making it up. But we have these different perspectives at different time that totally yeah. is missing valuable information on where we where we want to go. Oh, we're yeah. we're well, hurting ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's like if you have a pet and you got to put medication in their eye or something. I mean, they'll be not understanding at all while you're being so mean to them, right? They just don't have the understanding. So, I mean, it's the same thing. That's real faith. Is just trust, trust God that that. Look, he's really good at this. He knows what he's doing, and he's pretty <laughs> merciful. So he's, he's getting your butt kicked. It's just because nothing else was was going to get you there. So, but that's you know that's 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 a mature spirituality. That's that's a mature spirituality is when you start to trust God no matter what, right? And the other thing is is for most people, a lot of times their spirituality is is a is just uh, bargaining. You know, I'm going to do this, but here's what I expect in return. You know, how many how many people seek God for God's own sake? Just God, I just want to just be with you. I'm not expecting any particular favors or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Just being with you, you're you're my dearest friend. I just want to spend time with you, right? So, I mean, but th- th- it's all in time. It's all in time. I mean, we all get there. 
right? So this is this is for people that are are sick of the slow pace of their of their progress and sick of suffering in this life. Just to give you some tips, right? It's like uh, on these video games, they got magazines that have published cheats. <laughs> You're sick of failing at level two. You want to you want to get up to level ten. You want to defeat the game. This so this is this is my just sharing my cheats right to, to help you have a happier life mm. feel more peace feel more joyful more fulfilled right so these are just cheats if you're interested in in moving up in the game a little faster than you have been you know and, that, and that's it it's that's a very small percent although you know i think we're, we're heading into a uh, a time in the history of this planet that more and more people are truly, truly seeking divinity, whether mm. they they uh, whether they recognize it as that or not, seeking more peace, seeking to be happier, you know, realizing that the whole materialistic thing is is limited in its ability to make you happy. So yeah, I think people are really starting to seek. Well, I, I'll just. In my terms, if you're seeking more peace and more joy and more happiness, you're seeking a greater awareness of the president, the presence of the infinite creator within you. And these are some of the methods to begin to experience it. Mm -hmm. you know, like, like I said before in that other podcast, go back and watch it if you haven't. The yoga of Jesus, right? Forgiveness, love, compassion, treating others the way you wish to be treated. Don't judge, right? Those are all really, really powerful methodologies to begin to raise your frequency and begin to wash out your billions of human judgments that are making you miserable every day, mm -hmm. you know. And 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 I I I recommend replacing it with the one judgment that this too is God and this too mm -hmm. is perfect. Yeah, you know, even even the what we we see as bad and evil this is still a piece of god playing a necessary necessary role in this drama of life so you know like i said you don't even have to believe me just 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 try it just try it and see what it does to your frequency so yeah, as you yeah. feel a little more peaceful a little happier you're raising frequency mm. you're raising frequency yeah, if yeah. you like that you want to hold it more and more then you got to learn certain tricks like this too is God, right? So like that guy with the truck last night, it's like, okay, God, yeah, that was an interesting little little play we went through there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I didn't know if the guy's gonna step out of his car with a gun or what. It's like, okay, what's going on here? But you know what happens is is you'll get those things in life, you'll still have difficulties in life, but what'll happen is you'll get through them with a higher frequency like the guy taking the flowers i didn't do great but at least i didn't go off and start screaming at him and you know grab back at flowers and push him right <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I mean, at, in the ashram of peace. in the ashram yeah that would have got me thrown out so you know uh you just you'll just manage to do better and, and as you you start to live your life in a way that you're you're a little happier and a little more peaceful a little more fulfilled you get a little greedy it's like yeah i like that how do i do even more of that so you just you learn to just practice like you're doing with your um forgiveness thing right so rather than just going through your normal thought patterns of applying your judgments then getting 
aggravated or angry or whatever your normal reaction is, then try to suppress that, which doesn't work. You're approaching it from a different angle. You're you're saying, well, you know what? Forgive me here, and I forgive you. It's a different approach. But I would say what you're doing is you're sh- you're shifting to being rather than doing something, mm. right? Yeah. Which yeah. to me is the divine methodology. The divine methodology is shifting to higher frequency than operating from that frequency. As Jesus said, a man speaks from the abundance of his heart. I would say a man acts also from the abundance of his heart. So what you're doing is, is you're trying to reload your heart with better frequency stuff. Mm. Right. So then, because you will act from the abundance of your heart. So in other words, you act from the frequency you're holding. You speak from the frequency you're holding. You think from the frequency you're holding. So it's, it's, making an attempt to hold higher frequency, then then whatever you say, do, and speak is just going to be higher frequency, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're really at a high frequency and you're very peace, feeling very peaceful, loving, and somebody cuts you off and flips you off and <laughs> get really, really angry. You go home, you're all aggravated. Maybe your kids do something that's no big deal, but you're like, what are you doing? Put that away. <laughs> you know, you're speaking from the abundance of your heart. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're driving home and you're just, Think about God and the beauty of the world, and you just feel peace and joy. And the, you come home, the kid does the same thing. It's like, come on, man, you know better than that. Go, go pick that up. Right? It's mm. different, completely different. Oh yeah, right. So that's it. It's 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 you're shifting the abundance of your heart. Right. You're op. You operate from your frequency, whatever frequency you're at. Like I said, you know, if you're really aggravated when you're dealing with other people, you're dealing from that aggravated frequency. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you're feeling really peaceful and joyful and happy and grateful, then, you know, you operate from that peaceful, happy, joyful, and you're more compassionate, understanding, patient with people. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying with all this is, is you're learning rather than suppressing your reaction and holding back your anger, right? say something that you don't really mean you want to say you're a stupid moron you say yes sir no that's fine we'll work with it right it's just suppression as opposed to saying you know this is god coming to me in the form of this cranky old person you know who's struggling but you know he's struggling and he's worried about his money okay you know what let me be a little more patient with him right so Mm -hmm. once again that's you're shifting frequency rather than suppressing your natural urge to choke life out of him right Mm-hmm. yeah that's all i'm saying with this practice being shift frequency and then then you know it's like uh so i guess some of the method actors of uh, actors is is they like to shift into the, the character the feeling of the character then they don't have to make facial gestures they're really angry their face will reflect it on the other hand when you got a lower level actor they go well how does somebody's face look when they're angry and then they end up being a crappy actor because it never looks right, right? As opposed to shifting where they feel really angry or really sad. Then it comes across authentic and it moves people. Mm. So they're practicing shifting frequency, but not for spiritual purposes, it's just for, for because that's what a real good actor does. Mm. That's good stuff, man. We're, uh, we're one minute away from... Nice. Did I actually here. answer what you asked? I don't even remember if I answered it. <laughs> no, he didn't, but it was wonderful. <laughs>
So good luck naming this episode. I know. All right. Okay. Well, all right, man. Thanks again, man. Thank you.